If you've been on a path to create more financial and monetary wealth, here's a question for you. How will you know when you have enough? Hey everybody, Adele Wong here and welcome to the podcast where we explore all things around how to create a life and livelihood that truly fits you. One that is truly an expression of what you want, fulfilling your abundance, etc. And I think it's time that we have a more direct conversation about what we're talking about when we talk about abundance. I have many high-performing clients who are business owners, entrepreneurs, um, and so we all agree that money is a resource. It's an energetic resource that you need in order to create some of the things that you want in this life, that money in itself doesn't really have any value. It's, it's, it's a store of energy such that you can exchange it for what you do want. But the question is, how will you know when you have enough? Do you know? I mean, do you have a sense in your body? Is it an intellectual goal? Or like, it is, this is a question that I don't think gets asked very often in our capitalist society because we have many unconscious projections on money that we've picked up from our teachers, our instructors, the system, that somehow, whatever you have, you should always want more. Of course, that's the nature of things. If you've achieved X, it seems reasonable that in the next year you would want X plus a percent more. When you talk about people on Wall Street and you ask them directly, how much is enough? Even the most wealthy billionaires often can't give an answer other than they just want more. And this compulsion of it's never enough has some serious implications for our happiness because we're not even aware we're doing it. Let me give you an example of what I've seen many times in my work with high-performing entrepreneurs and business owners, and maybe you can feel into how this has been in your life when you think about abundance, cash, money. And for the purpose of this, this discussion, instead of using the word abundance, I'm going to go straight for the words money and cash in the bank. Because these days, I feel like when people are talking about abundance among business owners, sometimes spiritual entrepreneurs, it's really a code word for cash. People just squirm to be so direct, and somehow abundance sounds more elegant. But if we're really going to understand what we're talking about, clarity in speech and thought is essential. So we all have a common agreement of what we're talking about instead of something that's kind of vague and fluffy. So I'm talking for this conversation about your relationship with money and cash. So I have a client who is probably one of the most successful people in his field. He's a business owner, outrageously successful, and grew up with very modest means and worked very hard, to build a thriving, successful business. And I noticed that he was always feeling exhausted 
um, wanting to do more. And I asked him, you know, you you have by any standard, you have a you have a lot in the bank. How much more do you need? And he he said he really struggled with this. He had been asking himself this, like, how much is enough? And he didn't have an answer. He said, well, it's kind of understood in this culture that no matter how much you have, the expectation is you should always be making more. And of course, you know, I didn't challenge him on that. He's feeling this issue out for himself. But I wanted to see where he would land with this. Because when he talked about setting up his goals for the next year, he told me that for every year over the last 10, 15, or 20 years of his business, every subsequent year, he had always, in some years, doubled the revenue from previous years. At least there was a 50% increase, some, some years even double. So his business had just exploded. So he naturally assumed and set as a goal for the next coming year, he would do that again. And he was already telling me how many people he would need to hire, um, how many projects he would have to start, etc. And I, I was listening into his energy field, and it felt absolutely flat. I had no doubt, I told him, I have no doubt that you have the talent to do this. But I, I'm not really feeling the energetic juice in there. And I asked him, if you were to double your business again, that you've always done, yay on you, but what is it that doing that would give give you? What will it give you for you to double your business in this next coming year? And he really struggled to give me an answer. And this is the art of asking the why it comes from Japanese uh, philosophy and certain types of consulting that you always keep asking. You don't just take the first answer, that the first answer leads to the second layer, which leads to the third layer. So I kept asking him, what will doubling your business do for you? And he said, well, I'll be able to do more in terms of I want to put in a pool. I want to remodel this and that. I want to buy X, Y, Z. I said, okay, and what will doing that do for you? And he said, well, you know, I'll be able to relax. I can do what I want. I can spend more time with my significant other. And I said, okay, and what will that do for you? And we we went down the hole. What will that do for you? And the more I, we, we kept asking this question, he finally said, you know, Adele, the reason why, one of the things that will, I'll get if I double my business is that I will have more time to spend with my significant other, I can do whatever I want, and everyone in my family will just leave me the fuck alone. That's what he said. Everyone in my family will leave me the fuck alone. And what he was trying to say was, he had the thought that in order to justify, you know, leave me alone, he was going to be so outrageously wealthy that no one could criticize him. Basically, he was facing some flack with his, about his relationship with his significant other. And he was tired of it. He said, okay, I'm just going to blow it out so big that everyone just has to leave me alone because I'm just doing so well. And I'll be able to do whatever I want. And I said, so that's what you really want, right? And he said, yes. 
And I said, so what if, I mean, you know, you being able to have what you want or have people leave you alone, what if that doesn't have anything to do with money at all? Meaning, if you make more, will, will, that, will that change the situation? And he kind of hand and hawed for a second. And then I said, okay, what would happen if you made the exact same amount of money this next year as you did this year, and you had more free time to spend with your significant other, and people in your family well, were off your back about it? And he said, oh my God, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. I'm like, okay, all right. So that is actually your enoughness. That more money wasn't going to move the needle. In fact, if you made less money, it wouldn't make a difference. That this isn't really a money issue. So if you don't know what your enoughness is, no amount of more financial wealth will move the needle. Because it's not a, a money issue to begin with. And I see this happen with many clients. They often feel like, well, once I've accomplished A, B, and C, then I'll finally be able to have what I want. There's the assumption once I, you know, make X million or whatever it is, then I'll finally have what I want. And my question to them is always, is that true? Like, what is keeping you from having that thing the, the thing that you really want, what is keeping you from having that right now, right? Like what if you could have direct path to the thing you really want instead of thinking I, I got to go do all this other stuff and jump through all these hoops and finally get what I want because chances are you're just going to be busier and this time next year there's going to be a feeling of, well, then I need to eat, make even more that if you don't have a sense of enoughness, no amount of wealth will ever feel enough. So I'll give you a, another, another story. This was relayed to me by a colleague, and I thought it was so beautiful. There's a very famous novelist. He writes mystery stories. He's been very successful, makes a lot of money selling mysteries or something like that. And he was invited to the home of a hedge fund billionaire. They had a party and he was invited. And, you know, amidst all these uber wealthy people, billionaires, of course, make much more than a novelist, although he was doing quite well. And at this party, someone came up to him and said, you know, don't you feel kind of like small? I mean, comparing yourself to, to all this must, must be very intimidating, and the, the novelist said, actually, no, it, it's not. And the, the guy asking him said, well, what do you mean? He says, the author said, because I have something that the host billionaire doesn't have. Of course, that made the, the gentleman asking him very curious, what could you possibly have that this billionaire doesn't have? And the author replied, I know what's enough. I have a sense of enoughness, and this billionaire doesn't. So that is kind of what's going on for a lot of people. That, I mean, I have worked with very wealthy people, 
that no matter how much they make, it's still not enough because they don't have a sense of what the enoughness is. It is often not about the money at all. I think psychologists have determined that most people, you know, we, we need money to survive, to, to live a, a, a decent life. I, I believe the scientists have said once people make about 70000 or $80,000 a year, that's enough for most people to feel reasonably okay, such that making more doesn't really elevate the happiness level. Now, this goes counter to everything we've been taught in a culture that's very focused on capitalism in terms of more is always better. You'll notice that even in a lot of entrepreneurial and business discussions, there's always the assumption that you would want to make more. That a feeling of enoughness is actually looked at in kind of a, like, a, a, like a derision or a little bit backwards attitude. If you made X this year, well, next, naturally, you should shoot for you know, this percent more next year just because. There's this feeling that we need growth, meaning cash in the bank, for cash's sake. But the question becomes, what is it that you really want? Because once people have about $80,000 or whatever it is, more money doesn't really move the happiness needle. And if it doesn't move the happiness needle, no amount of more money is going to give us a sense of enoughness. So what would it be for you? Like for this, this client that I told you about, what he wanted was freedom. Freedom to spend more time with his significant other, freedom from being heckled by his family over his choice of a partner, freedom to not be working constantly 60, 70 hours a week doing stuff he didn't even enjoy. He said, I like about 40% of what I spend my time doing. But the other 60%, the daily grind, the details, oh my God, I can't stand it. So his enoughness was around freedom. It had nothing to do with his bottom line revenue. It's just that he thought in order to get freedom, he would have to make 500 grand more or whatever it is. And I'm curious what this is for you. Because many people assume that they can't have what they want until they do all this other stuff first. When in reality, it, it wouldn't make any difference to your happiness at level at all. If, if your true desire, whether it's more connection, more free time, more creativity, more love, more beauty, whatever that, that enoughness, no amount of money can buy that. So if that is really your internal sense of enoughness, of satisfaction, of fulfillment, do you know what that is? And if you are feeling into, oh, I really, you know, I, I would really like a better relationship. Well, then direct path your energy towards that instead of the assumption of I need to go prove myself to make more money. And you'll notice even in entrepreneurial discourse, there's often a subtle shaming that you should want more. You know, the people are constantly kind of, don't you want to hit your first six figures or, you know, make oodles of cash in 90 days or less. It's sort of 
an assumption that everybody should, should always want more. And the question you can ask yourself is, what does that give you? And keep asking yourself, why do you want that? And you will notice once you've hit the minimum of what you need to be groovy to be able to pay the bills, what you truly want probably is not just more money for more money's sake. That your sense of enoughness, you know, that you don't have to keep growing the business by exponential if you don't want to. My client finally admitted he doesn't really want to grow his business more. He just feels obligated to do so. He felt like, well, if he didn't, he's somehow not living up to his full potential as a businessman. So this would be growth for growth's sake. And he realized that's not really what lights him up. At this point, he'd rather sit on a beach with his girlfriend in Rio and do some part-time work or work four hours a day from the beach. And that feels enough to him. So this was a real eye-opening thing for him to realize his sense of enoughness was not where he assumed that I'm going to have X number of dollars in the bank for retirement and then I'll have what I want. And I said, well, I mean, you can grow your business. It won't get you what you want. You're just going to be busier. And chances are next year at this time, we'll be having a similar conversation. This, this feeling of dissatisfaction that is not enough. I've worked with very wealthy people living in beautiful homes, millions of dollars, who never feel like anything is enough. So it's, I must get more. And you can imagine what this is doing if, you, if everyone is constantly trying to consume and generate more for the sake of moreness rather than what is enough? What is the right size for you? So have a thought. There's nothing wrong with growth. Sometimes we enjoy it because we enjoy it. But if it's done because... Growth for only growth's sake, that's probably not the feeling of enoughness that would really feed you. I hope this is useful. If you found this helpful, I welcome a subscribe or share this with a friend because this does go counter to a lot of the capitalist ideas we've been inundated with. Advertising, even some business coaching, this you rah rah for the more, instead of the what's enough? What do I really want? That's a whole different conversation. So I welcome your comments. Um, if you need some help in getting to the bottom of your enoughness, and by enoughness, it's not just getting by. It's like, oh, this feels really good. That's the true abundance. And money is a part of it. But past a certain level, it's not nearly what most people need to feel enough. So no amount of money will ever feel enough if you don't have an internal feeling of what enough is. So till next time. Thanks.